Hello and welcome to Crushing Kayfabe. My name is Jason Garish. Thank you for uh, listening to the show. Have a few things to cover in a short amount of time, so let's get things started. Um, the uh, official start of the NFL was this weekend. Um, pretty much all of my fears that I had for the Raiders pretty much come true in the first week. Um, uh, not really happy with the way the defense performed. Offensive line looked horrible, which I knew it would. And uh, Derek Carr turned the ball over three times, which is an issue. Um, <clears throat> so a lot of things I'm, I was thinking would happen happened, unfortunately. I'm not sure how it's going to turn out down the line. I don't know if Josh McDaniels is going to lose the players again like he did in Denver. I hope not. I hope he's learned some things. And uh, I just don't see him, like, when I view him in press conferences, I don't see him as, like, a leader. Wow. And that's something you shouldn't be saying about your head coach. That's horrible. <clears throat> you know, I think the guy's brilliant. I think he knows his X's and O's, but I don't find him too inspiring. That kind of scares me a little bit. Um, and like I said, I'm not liking the way this defense, I didn't like the way it looked during preseason. I don't like the way it looks now. And that's with, you know, the studs in there, the first, their first, uh, team guys, you know, like Max Crosby and whatnot in there. So, ah, not good vibes after that first loss. And, and to be honest with you, I think the chargers are overrated. I don't think this is a game that they should have lost. So I get that cars learning a new offense. I get that. <clears throat> you know, receivers going to be out of place and whatnot. Everybody's kind of learning it, which is why, exactly why I was hoping the car would get more starts, or actually any starts during the uh, preseason. It would have been good to see him in an actual game, throwing the ball and running the offense under this new offense. It just only makes sense as far as I'm concerned. But, but hey, we'll see how things play out. I'm not. I don't have a good feeling about this. I hope I'm wrong, but they need to address that offensive line like immediately. They should have addressed it already. But um, but like I said, there's there's some glaring issues that need to be addressed, and uh, and unfortunately the Chargers exploited them yesterday. So so we'll see. We'll see if uh, how how this all plays out. You know. <clears throat> not feel, getting warm fuzzies though. Really not. Um, hopefully, uh, like I said, hopefully things change down the line. You know, not really, uh, not really um, feeling good about this whole thing. But you know, we had a few surprises in the NFL. Wow, um, Giants win their first game against the Titans. I wasn't too happy about that. I got to see a little bit of that game. Wow. Um, <clears throat> I was when I don't. Root for the the Raiders, I should say. I, I generally root for Titans, and uh, didn't want to see the uh, lowly Giants beat them. But uh, <clears throat> looks like the Giants are going to be much improved this year. So, so that's good. Um, a lot more parity, I think, in this league. Man, AFC looks like it'd be wide open to anybody. Chiefs looked like the Chiefs, though. They just kept rolling, like it was a walk in the park for them against Arizona. Arizona, um, a lot of people were saying how great they were going to be. I don't see it. Sorry. You know, you got a quarterback you have to tell to uh, study film, which is ridiculous. So that doesn't really inspire a whole lot of confidence in me either. But, but yeah, it's going to be a fun season either way. So uh, 
I'm lo- I was excited. I'm still excited for the uh, the season to start. So <clears throat> I'm happy about it. You know, the fact that I just hope to God I get to see more games. They've got the NFL Plus that they're trying to sell the heck out of their advertising on everything. And um, I have a funny feeling I'm going to be uh, locked out of a lot more games because of it. Because it looks like a lot of the games that are out of um, out of area are just not going to be shown. So. Oh, well, and that's one of the reasons why I got Paramount Plus was so that I could watch the AFC games on uh, on here locally, BBJ. You know, I understand that they're going to give the Titans priority as well they should, but, but it looks like I'm going to miss even more games from the Raiders unless they're Monday, Thursday, or Sunday night. Oh, well, but, uh, but hey, enough about the NFL. Um, oh, the Ch- Chicago won a game too. Holy crap. Um, Bears won a game. Shout out to, to, you know, my previous co-host here, Matt. You know, he's a big Chicago Bears fan. He's originally from Illinois. So, uh, so they won their game. Um, <clears throat> let's take a look at WWE Raw. They had, uh, some notable things happen. Main thing being Braun Strowman. Braun is back. That kind of surprised me. I shouldn't say kind of. It surprised me because I really don't see the worth in this guy. I'm sorry. And I know he's big. I know he he comes off from everything I've read. He comes off with like a head case. I don't know if it was that smart to re-sign him. I don't know why. Triple H is bringing in some of these guys that uh, that I, I... I, I'm starting to question some of his moves. I mean, he's done some really great things. It's a really cool um, thing in the uh, locker room. and uh, But I'm really questioning some of his moves uh, last couple of uh, weeks here. I'm really not. I don't know if Braun Strowman, is he really that much money to bring him back in? I When I say money, I mean drawing money. I don't know anybody really except for one or two people that really think, wow, I'd like to see Braun Strowman. I know. Well, if that's the case, why didn't you watch, you know, create your own narrative? Cause he was on that. Um, you know, but, uh, but Hey, you know, I'm somebody's going to watch it. So, <clears throat> so, um, aside from that, we had another appearance from Dexter Loomis prevented, um, the Miz from getting out of the cage, which was really cool in his match against um Bobby Lashley. That was fun. I don't know why Loomis cracks me up the way he does, but I find the guy entertaining. And he's carrying over the stalker character, which, I mean, kind of dates back to even his TNA days. You know, so, um, so that's, I find, like I said, I find it amusing. And the fact that he was in the car with, uh, Miz when he drove off, I thought was hilarious. I don't, I don't know why. I mean, it's sick, but it's, it's funny as heck. You know, um, what do we got? We got, uh, Damien Priest defeating Rey Mysterio. No big deal there. I don't know what the heck they're booking with this, uh, with this whole, uh, judgment day. You need to make Damien Priest the leader and then, uh, incorporate and use uh dominic to um to their ability so because next this week or today i should say tonight it's gonna be dominic versus edge so so at least they're furthering that feud i guess i don't know i mean uh are they gonna be like the legend killer that 
kind of like the Randy Orton gimmick where they go out and beat up uh, the older WWE stars. Kind of stupid, but whatever. They should just be monster heels and beating everybody. I don't understand how they're booking this whole thing. It's ridiculous, you know. And, um, then after Seth Rollins cleanly beats up Matt Riddle last uh, at a cra- clash at the castle, um, he rejected a a rematch for him. I I don't understand the booking of that because they had a great great promo that they shot. You know, previous to Clash at the Castle, where um there was some genuine emotion coming from Riddle, and you didn't see that during the match, and they didn't they didn't do that. I <clears throat> excuse me. I'm really um, kind of befuddled by the whole booking of the Judgment Day. I need to tighten that crap up and get that uh, get that going because Judgment Day could be a good thing. They need to kick Balor out and replace him with somebody else. But uh, because I just think Balor's a, been a big nothing in here. They thought he could, you know, he thought he could uh, make money based on his experience with the Bullet Club and being able to pull that faction together, but somebody should have watched tapes of that before putting him as the leader of uh, of Judgment Day because he just doesn't work in that role. <clears throat> Excuse me. It just doesn't work in that role. Um, I mean, aside from that, geez, um, you know, kind of lackluster in some ways. You know, moving on to... um. AEW, oh boy, where do I even start with AEW? You know, there's been some more news that's come out based on the fallout from All Out and the media scrum and the brawl that broke out. You know, um, one little thing, I'm going to go back and watch that because it's been brought to my attention that you can see some security guards running in the screen during uh, uh, Swerve and uh, Keith Lee's session uh during in the uh, the media scrum, so I'm have to watch that again, see if I can see the um, see security run back through the uh, through the actual frame. That'd be fun. Um, you know, this completely this whole thing is has overshadowed MJF's return, which is a shame because MJF is big, and that's a big deal to see him return. This whole thing is kind of. In that sense, I do think Punk was kind of um, kind of selfish in that sense. I don't know everything that's going on. I don't know if this is a work. I hope this is a work. Because if it isn't a work, it's just uh, it's just a bunch of people acting childish and uh, selfish. Really, um, they need to figure this crap out. And it's not really shocking that um, that this would come to fruition because, like I said previously, the majority of what Punk said was was true. I mean, should he have said use that platform to to vent his frustration? Probably not. Probably wasn't the best place. He should have used it to hype up MJF and uh, that whole situation with that rematch. I don't know where Punk's head is, you know. I think I saw one meme that said that he's had the the title for a grand total of about five days with both both of his runs added together, which is insane. You know, um, it just goes to show, though, the lack of leadership from the top down at AEW. I mean, Tony Khan is not a strong leader, and he's not structuring this thing. You need, you need kind of a good cop, bad cop thing. 
<clears throat> excuse me, going on because there's no enforcer within this company. There's no one to to keep anybody in line. That's that's sad. I um I was really liking AEW. I still like AEW. There's a ridiculous amount of talent. This roster is awesome, you know. But much kind of like what CM Punk said during the interview, you got EVPs that are behaving in a manner that they shouldn't, which is unprofessional and and out of line, you know. Namely, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, and and those three make me wonder if Cody left because of them. You know, Cody Rhodes. Uh, had a huge position in this company, and I'm thinking that his mindset was more of a um, old school wrestler, more much more like his father kind of thing. And I'm thinking that that clashed with the Young Bucks and with uh, Omega. I mean, I understand they're friends and all that, but but um, I they're conflicting philosophies on how to run a company, and uh, I just don't. Like like Punk said during his his uh during the uh the media media um scrum I should say these people haven't drawn anything they don't know how to draw anything they've drawn thousands of fans in in Japan which is awesome but they haven't drawn anything on the level of some of these people that they have especially the veterans in WWE you know um. Punk mentioned a bunch of these guys, you know, like the Arn Anderson, um, you know, like William Regal, etc. Names that I've thrown out repeatedly on this show, and he's right. Those are people that should be in charge of things. Those are people that should be in charge of talent relations, etc. Like I mentioned before, you've got Jr. Jim Ross, who was in charge of talent relations during one of the most popular time periods of WWE was one of the most successful ones ever at that position. So why you don't tap him for a role backstage, I would even be willing to take him off a of camera or only put him on pay-per-views or something like only special matches, take him off camera and let him do this thing behind the scenes, you know, because he could straighten out a lot of this, a ton of this he could straighten out. But Tony Khan refuses to put the proper people in place. I mean, for for crying out loud, I still look at they they have Madison Rain as like a head coach or what, trainer or whatever. There, I think that amazes me. Well, why they would put her in that position? Um, why? I mean, this this woman never drew. She was never a good wrestler. I mean, she was never great on the mic. I mean, she held a position with TNA. She was pretty good on the mic as far as announcing whatnot, but why they would put her in that position within AEW, I don't know. So, once again, um, some of the decisions that Khan has made, he's, he's really shooting himself in the foot because he's got some great, great minds for wrestling there that he underutilizes. And it and it shows within the product, and it shows within backstage uh, some of the things that are happening. Like I said, a lot of people are saying this could be a work. I hope so. I really do. I hope this is a work because it's sad. It's just sad, you know. 
Toycon needs to open his eyes and kind of see what's going on. Um, anyway, Dynamite, we had, um, Tony Khan address the, um, the subject, I should say, or not really address the subject, kind of jump around in it and didn't really say anything. And it was a pretty lame, pretty lame, uh, segment. I mean, uh, Khan looked like a deer caught in the headlights. He didn't sound confident, and he didn't say anything, really. It was like, go team, yay, but it was that level of enthusiasm. And we're going to have great shows. It's like, well, don't tell me you're going to have great shows. Show me you're going to have great shows. Have great shows. Um, I noticed previous to that, in the opening segment, they they cut out any reference of uh, CM Punk and uh, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks out of the opening segment. So, uh, so they've already taken that level. You know, previously, though, they had cut MJF out, and, um, who knows how much of this is real, how much isn't. Like I said, I hope this will work. I hope I get proven wrong. I hope it's a work. Because I, I, otherwise, I'd be so disgusted with this company. Um, you know, and that was a new opening, like I said. Obviously, uh, Tony Khan announced the vacating of the, uh, championship. The, the heavyweight championship and the triple championship. You know, uh, MJF had a reference to Cody Rhodes during his promo with Moxley. You know, MJF came out. This shows how great MJF is. I'm sorry. He, he had that crowd in the palm of his hand, manipulated them the entire time. Then when Moxley came out, it just flipped the switch and he, this guy is so damn good. I'm sorry. I He is so good. I mean, he might not be the greatest technical wrestler. So what? He's a great worker. And, man, this guy knows how to do his job. So, thank you, Tony Khan. At least he made one good decision there in bringing him back. Um, you know, Like I said, he had a reference. Uh, MJF a re- reference to Cody Rhodes in there. Reference to 2024 when his... Uh, his uh, contract is up, you know, thinking the hop ship. I hope not. Well, I, I don't even know. To, to be honest with you, I don't even know if AEW is going to be around in 2024. So he might be forced to jump ship. There might not be a, an AEW by the time his contract comes around. You know, like I said, teasing good WWF. Um. I have such mixed emotions about that. I would love to see him in WWF. I'm just not sure if they know how to utilize him. I, I have much more hope with, with Triple H in, H in charge, hoping that they can properly use him, because I think Triple H has a better understanding of what MJF can do, and I'm hoping he's watching tapes on him right now, because if they can lure him over to WWF, I think that would be really good, and, and even have a feud between him and Cody Rhodes. That'd be excellent, and the feud that uh, that the elite had against uh, the inner circle when they initially, I mean, not the inner circle, yeah, it was the inner circle was was really good and uh, MJF. So you know, obviously he was aligned with Cody Rhodes at that time, but um, but he even came out with a great feud after that against Cody Rhodes. Um, both of them cut some brilliant promos in the ring. So. So, uh, prayers that Cody Rhodes gets well soon. <laughs> um, you know, um, we had the, uh, Death Triangle becomes the new trio champions. 
which which is cool. I mean, they deserve it. They're they're a great team. If they can't have the um, the uh, tag team championships, then I, I don't mind seeing them with uh, with the uh, trio champs because that that is a great great team right there. The uh, that triangle. You know, we had a, a couple of hints a little bit later on with Swerve turning heel. I don't know if that's going to happen. That, well, this has gone back and forth between, you know, is he going to, he's turned his back on Keith Lee a couple of times. I don't know. that They they never pulled the trigger on any of that. So I've lost interest, to be honest with you, kind of thing. I still love, you know, Swerve and Keith Lee. I think they're both immensely talented. I really do. But the whole situation, it's just, the it, I should say, booking has turned me off and made me not care about them, which is sad because I think the, both of those guys are great. I think they're both awesome. You know, I think Keith uh, needs to get himself in a little better health. He looks horrible lately. You know, and uh, and I don't say that from a strictly aesthetic point of view. He had health issues, so please, for the love of God, just take care of yourself, guy. There are a lot of people that want to see you do well and care about you. Please, you know, whatever you got to do, do it, man, because I want to see Keith Lee eventually live up to his full potential, get some, uh, get some, um, titles under, aside from the tag team titles under his belt, you know, so to speak, you know, um, yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, I don't know, I wonder if it's, he's still having health, health issues and that's why he's in a tag team though, because he can't go as much long as he did in singles matches previously, so. That could be a concern. You know, that could be a major concern if his health isn't at peak, you know. Well, you know, that's kind of what I got for now. Like I said, not a whole lot of to time to bring things up, and I'm sure I'm overlooking an absolute ton of things that have happened, both in, you know, wrestling and NFL and whatnot. I could spend hours, but I don't have hours, unfortunately, to go. But, um, but hey, let's give a shout-out to... Uh, to um, well, let's start off with uh, Lucky Lady Candles. Check them out on Etsy and Facebook, Lucky Lady Candles. Also, uh, check out my wife's uh, page on um, Hooked by Gentleman. You can find her on Facebook, and you can find her stuff in Then and Now, which you can also find some of my goods, uh, my CDs and whatnot, at Then and Now uh, Flea Market, downtown Trenton. You can't miss it. It's right in the square. You know, Then and Now. Um, check them out, Trenton, Tennessee. Um, where you can get some uh, handcrafted items from my wife. Uh, you can buy some of my CDs, and you can buy some of uh, some of uh, local vendors' wares. So you can go there and get some really cool stuff. Uh, some handmade stuff, some used stuff, some uh, new stuff. Uh, all around, just a great place. You know, um, Peggy's Mar- uh Peggy's Attic, I should say. I almost said Peggy's Market. Peggy's Attic in Milan, Tennessee, you get, where you can also get some of uh, my wife's uh, handmade items, some for paintings and whatnot, and uh, buy my CDs there too. So check them out, Piggy's Attic in Milan, Tennessee. Uh, give a shout out to us, Crushing Kayfabe. Check out crushingkfabe.com, crushing with a K. And there you can get our latest podcasts and uh, so click on our social media there. Um, that's crushingkfabe.com, crushing with a K. And check out Patreon, too. We have a Patreon account. So uh, go to patreon.com, do a search for Crushing Kayfabe, Crushing with a K. And uh, you can listen to the show uninterrupted and ad-free for just $1 a month. 
So check us out on Patreon.com. Become a patron there. Check us out. Um, like I said, you know, it'd help us keep the lights on, keep me doing what I'm doing and enjoying this and, uh, and help the show out a lot. It would be awesome if, if you can go over to Patreon.com and do that. Uh, aside from that, you know, uh, I should probably announce I am doing a, um, a performance at the, uh, Humboldt uh, Fall Festival on the 24th. I'll be, uh, starting at 11. Be doing an hour, uh, set there. And I'm not sure exactly where I'm going to be set up yet, but I should be on Main Street downtown. So listen for me. There's going to be a variety of different musical artists there. So, uh, so you have a lot to choose from, but I'll be one of them, uh, and uh, like I said, the 24th of uh, of September. So come check me out at, there at 11 o'clock in the morning. You know, and check out the rest of the fair. It's a, it's a cool fair. They shut down Main Street, and it's always a good time. You, you can get to see some local vendors and whatnot. And it's, it's Humboldt, Tennessee. Really cool. Um, aside from that, you know, just continue to send thoughts and prayers out to Ukraine. You know, Donate to uh, the Red Cross and UNICEF and legitimate organizations that are actually going to help them out, please, because uh, those people need your help. You know, I've heard they've actually um, turned away some of the Russian troops in some cities, which is awesome if that's true. You know, um, like I said, my prayers and thoughts go out to them. You know, they deserve their freedom just as we do. You know, so so prayers and thoughts out to the Ukrainian people, and please send some. Uh, Send some money to legitimate organizations that can actually send goods out there and help them. Be careful. There's a lot of scams out there. So, uh, so beware. But, uh, hey, thank you everyone for tuning in. You know, please tune in next week and, uh, God bless. Mm-hmm.